Hello again, and welcome back to the Moose Blend Podcast. You know, feeling very radio talkish today this yes, evening. We are. Yes. So I am Miss May, and this is my partner in crime, Kay. You heard. <laughs> and we are the non-music experts from the Midwest. That is that is our slogan. That is our title. That is we are nothing. And we refuse to give that up. <laughs> absolutely we're not letting that go no no of course not so you know okay how how are you how are you doing this this evening do you really even need to ask i am exhausted (laughs) what a weekend it's been we had a crazy weekend um it took a lot a lot out of us yeah we were at a um engagement party not party not a bachelor party a bachelor A bridal shower. There you bridal go. shower. Titles. I think engagement party, even though they've but been it, engaged for a while. Yeah, there's only like 50 some days before the wedding. We're counting it down because free booze is my, free booze. My younger brother which is, is getting married which, to his very sweet fiance. I'm she's amazing. They're going to be listening. Yeah, we the hope. The party took a lot out of us. We're yeah. not going to lie. I'm feeling hungover even yep. though I didn't drink that much. No, but I feel like we were feeling it's it. It's just what happens when you're in your mid-20s now yeah. it sucks i'm sitting here freezing yeah. because i'm sunburned yep. in the basement yeah with my hood on mm-hmm. looking looking ratchet over you here you know you know i almost wore a hoodie because i'm like we i know should've. i'm gonna be cold we could have ridden this out together i know so, we could have been hoodie team <laughs> real quick just real quick i know we should be talking about music right now but i just want to say we got slightly drunk right you would say yeah. You're feeling oh, it. Oh, yeah. I felt good and yesterday. Then it was like point. 95, 98 degrees. And we got roped into playing kickball for about two and to three I hours. almost vomited. I no, would when say. When I was swinging, because we were yeah. at my, my <laughs> I don't know why you did that. <laughs> <laughs> I was swinging with a beer in hand, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> I think the best part of that was like when she got off, she's like, oh, my stomach hurts. I'm like, yeah, your stomach is going to hurt. Like, you were just, and it wasn't like she was, like, slightly swinging. Make, she was, like, almost parallel with the bar. I don't make smart decisions when alcohol is involved. Who does? Who does? I don't know. I think the first time we kissed, you were drunk, so. No, you weren't. Never no. mind. I, ignore no. what I just said. Just, just stop that right now. So, Moose update. Let's give a Moose update. What, what you doing over there, Moose? He is zonked, passed out with food all over the floor and it looks yes. like a crime scene yes it does that is moose's that is his i don't even know what the word would um, this is who i am tonight yeah uh, it's just it's just a mess and that that's kind of moose he's had a rough weekend with my brother and future sister-in-law in town they have a brand new puppy and my dog does not like other dogs he does not he so does not. we we have to fight that battle and yep. it's it's a constant 24-hour mm-hmm. thing pretty much all weekend. I know. But, and you it, know, we're, we're here and we're yeah. doing okay now. And it doesn't help that Rover, which is his name, is a fucking treat. He um, is. He's an amazing little boy. He's um, the cutest at the pond yesterday. Yeah. He actually... Oh, my gosh. I know we shouldn't... We're, like, 
two or three minutes in, and we're just we like, get to it, get to it. I know, but I feel like this is gonna be a meandering Margarita episode. Bell. Yeah. Uh, he got dirty and dirty <laughs> pond water. That's it. All right, we're moving on. Okay, start us off. Do you want to swear in real quick? We yeah, don't have do you... to be super official. We can just say, All right. we're going to tell the whole truth and nothing about the truth. So help me blank. I know. I don't know who to swear in on. I know who I'm swearing it on. This. Marvin Gaye. All right. I swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me. Tony Braxton. Okay. Okay. We did it. So... So, Kay, where are you at? How? What's your music updates? What have you been into this past week? Tell me all yeah. about it. So, it's been a slower week, I'll be honest. Um, I've been... I found, like, a few things today that I, like, put in my, like, liked song list and put on a few playlists. Um, it was, like, I found a rap song, which I haven't really been listening to rap lately. Um, I don't know but that um, boy one that you released i was super into oh strong boy yeah yeah strong boy's heat i liked heat. that a lot yeah it had been a minute since i'd heard that it's probably been about a month and i was just like was it a like good pick. i know it came across my feed last night and i was just like oh this is perfect um for sunday fun day it's like chill because like last night kind of wore us out and so i thought it would be like the perfect like lazy fun day sunday song it's a little slow yes it's kind of cute. It is. It's a good time. It was just a good vibe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I found like a, a couple, I found like a Freddie Gibbs song, which you don't know who that is, but he's a great rapper. You should listen to him. Um, and then Alfie Templeman, he's pretty dope. Found him today. I'm enjoying oh. that. But it was just a whole bunch of okay stuff. Nothing really jumped out at me. Yeah. Um, I listened to Tom Minch today for a bit. He's awesome. Love him. But yeah. I mean, you haven't even talked about the song that we've been listening to all weekend. Oh, Disco Man? Yes. By Miss Remy Wolf? Yes. Okay. Okay. It's the shit. I was, okay. I don't know. I don't even know, like, she I don't know is, where she is. I don't, I don't know where she came from. She is wild. She you has just, just. You can catch that. From I know. Literally just looking at her album cover alone. Like, you know. I know. Like, it's just like... I think this actually was released about a month ago. We're a little late to the party. Dude, that's I'm fine. Sorry. We found it. Better late but than never. She's been popping up a lot lately, and mm-hmm. I've been, like, vibing, but this one really, really yeah. pulled me in for sure. for sure. And it's just been my go-to now. Definitely, it's been my shower song. I'm gonna say it. I don't even care. Like, yeah. I have shower songs, and that's a good one to just jam to in the shower. Yeah, I think um, every single song that I listen to from her the next one is better yeah that's so true i don't know if she can top this song it's disco man and like i just it's so whimsical and it's just like so much fun but she's like belting on it and it's this kind of like poppy r&b song and it's just is that when you wouldn't call it that no i would no it is okay sorry she gave me a weird look or she was like looking at something i don't know like we've got like i'm just getting lost yeah and, yeah, we've got like our space. tablets up and our phones and then our computers and it's just like notes upon notes yes um you know because we can't just do this on the okay, fly let's get go keep yeah going, keep margarita going. Are, you, are you done about your stuff i just want to say um yeah i am done actually okay i'll let it go 
So, to be quite honest, I mean, we talked about this. We have to talk about the whole downloading songs thing and where we're at because we have a competition that we want to put down i didn't want to say anything just yet let me let me get through my update and then we can get to it but i kind of think that i had some like redeeming music as of late but all at the same time since it was my new my week to pick music i think i was like hitting it really heavy to find new stuff that i wanted to post but i think to me i added like 20 some songs it was insane but Busty in the Bass featuring Macy Gray, Ooh, Out of Love, eat. that is like the new jam. Love eat. it. Busty in the Bass. I cannot wait for them to just keep releasing more music because I, I think it's just going to get better and better. It does. And this little EP that they put out, um, was it last week that they put it out? Yeah, they just put it out last yeah, week. It was, ooh, it was fantastic. So and then I think um, her good news that Samia announced that she was going to be releasing a new album soon i think mm-hmm. there was a date announced i don't recall what it was yeah she's awesome she's like the 90s chick like kind of almost rocky music but definitely still alt. and i'm actually looking forward to that she just like released mm-hmm. a single that was really good and we saw her live back in january and the only she was concert so we've been to this year which yeah. is so sad we'll talk about that we later will. But she was fantastic, and that's the first time we ever heard of her, and she is, I'm definitely was a fan from then on. So. Yeah, she was super into the show, and it was like, honestly, I bet it would be something kind of hard to prep for, considering like what was going on that night with like the snow, and like, yeah. is it canceled or isn't canceled? And she just came out and like they killed it. rocked it. Yeah. yeah, she did. But, so, I guess that's kind of my music update. Not a whole lot, but still mm-hmm. some exciting stuff that I've been finding late. Um, you know um yeah so (laughs) i mean like i think what we kind of want to still stop 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 okay back together i love it okay so we have this kind of i think competition going on between it is it's that like we're super competitive we can be i have my moments but some it's like weird when it comes and goes but anyway so i on my Spotify, I've had it since 2014. Okay, I've done, done the math, kind of. I can't really see it on my phone. But I have 2,900 and now 106 songs. No, was that right? No, right. sorry, that was no. wrong. 2,906 songs yep. saved to my liked songs. That is, that is where I'm at. I think I'm going to hit 3,000 pretty soon, especially since last week I just added like 20. That's not a normal week for me, but still, especially with this new podcast and just trying to find all this new stuff and just diving in deep. Yeah, we are. I think it's going to come sooner rather than later. So that's where I'm at. But now you got to say where you're at. Yeah. So I started using um, Spotify back in, I think the first year was 2017 for me and my number is my number is going to be 934 so (laughs) i think she thinks it's funny i'm impressed because i'm about to hit a thousand songs well i'm almost about to hit three thousand it's not it's a it's a competition but it's not a competition it's really not but we've just decided whoever hits the next thousand first we're gonna do a video yeah we are and so, so 
if I hit my number first, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this right, to be completely honest. Yeah, that's a bold dude. Just <laughs> good luck. Deo Fryer? Does that sound right? Uh, I think What's so. What's the song called? I can't even tell you. It's uh, Something Things. Oh my gosh. I don't even know how to type it into my... D-A-D-I-F-R-E-Y-R. Sorry. You're good. Right, let's just do F-Y-E. Okay. Um, think About Things. There you go. So that I'll is by forget. Deo Fryer. And I really <laughs> hope I'm saying that right. Because I should, but I'm really bad at it pronouncing things majority of the time no strong suit it isn't (laughs) (laughs) so anyway they have a song called think about things and i don't know it was a while ago when we stumbled across this video and now many more have come out since yeah but they just like dance really funny to it and even jennifer jennifer um, garner Gardner, yeah she jumped on this boat too and did it with a cat in the laundry room and it was gorgeous she did and so i want to i want to do it i think it'd be so funny yeah no i think it would be a lot of fun and i think that like yeah if i ourselves just yeah. like bobbing up and down because that's literally yep. what you do in this it does yeah. feel a little TikToky to me but you know we're not gonna talk about that no but honestly if you watch the music video that's where everybody's getting the dance from so oh, i think right. that's perfect yeah because the go watch I the music video because it's like them standing in like the family scene super awkwardly singing this song to them and all the family's just like what's going on it's like it's like he's like the black sheep of the family and he's like hey i'm gonna put a show on for you guys at christmas and they're like okay like whatever and it's just like three to four minutes of just greatness i can't even describe it so much it. awkwardness i know but it's honestly like such a good song it really is it a is. good no, pop is. song it really is but he's from eurovision he's like the representative for iceland iceland i don't know why i said iceland but iceland and i think honestly he has a really good shot of becoming like a major pop star it's i really do watch believe him it. on instagram too yeah I he's got a it. really cute wife that's like i think she plays with him yeah, and she they does do. yeah. yeah yeah so they have like a band and he's like the huh you don't need to go into all of them okay yeah we just really like him but yeah okay. um super cool but that's so, every if i hit three thousand yeah. first then we're going to do this video i have a feeling it's probably gonna be on my porch yep but we're in the grass i could do it in the grass i mean be fun. you know whatever but whatever moose will be involved hopefully but what if you hit 1000 first what's going we're down we're gonna be doing hip-hop harry oh jesus if, if you guys go on twitter and just type in hip-hop harry it's I'm basically worried. from the creators of barney hip-hop music that's the point i want to see oh, you dance to Lord. hip-hop music i can't dance i can't do any break dancing dance what are you talking about? I don't know. I'll probably just call Adam and just have him wow. wear, like, have, just put a sheet over his head, or like a like a really bad mask of me. Your twin. Yeah, I have You're a twin. twin. He's like four inches taller than me, though. So it, yeah, you don't you know. really look a whole lot alike. No, I look like the little brother. Um, okay, are we ready for this like really whoa. embarrassing deep dive of what's whoa. next? Okay, real quick, Hip Hop Air was created by the creators of Barney. And go look it up because it's awesome. It's about kids doing hip hop dances. Oh my god, it's beautiful. But yeah, so we're gonna do that no, if I'm I win. Like I have butterflies. I don't want to talk about this. I know. I'm not excited for this either. Honestly, I mean, we you did, know what? But like, we planned it all out. We have to do it. Yeah, I think we're gonna take some time really diving into 
our musical journey. But we want to talk about the cringy years first. Yes, we do. I think everyone wants to hear them, especially the people that I know are listening that know my cringy years. I know. You, we, for, yeah. we both have kind of come a long way. Oh, I think that. Sure. I honestly both... think I, sorry, sorry. Sometimes I think that like mine was way more cringier than yours. And then I remember these moments that you have and I'm like, oh, yeah. Who out, like there's moments I think where you outweigh me and then I yeah. outweigh you. And so I think it's going to be really like, interesting to hear about all of it. I, I went, went through, through a lot. I'm going to be real. I went through a lot too. Like I think that my musical taste haven't changed so much i think i'm in the same like vein yeah and i think you have kind of i've definitely yeah changed but also i honestly think it's just more like i've broadened haven't changed i was just more narrow-minded back in like junior high yeah and then i just have just continuously built off of that discovery that i had back yeah and i think for me should i go first or should you I'll go first. I don't okay. mind. Dive I don't in. Mind. Do it. But yeah, I think for me, like, I was pretty narrow-minded, but at the same time, Just say I what think... you're listening to. We want to get to it. Tell us. Okay. Tell the people. Okay, slow it down. Like, I'm trying to get these people ready. Uh, rush Jeez. No one's ready for what's about to happen. <laughs> okay. Let's be honest. Should we do the... Okay, okay. So we're just going to dive in. Um, so I really, really was not in the music. Okay, let's just talk um, about where we're starting at. I'm sorry, I know, but you're just kind of jumping in. We don't even know. So I think you, okay, we want to talk about just like our childhood music and what I think we personally discovered, right? I, I think I need to like lay the foundation okay, for me I'm now. I'm sorry. I just get excited. I'm excited. I know you are, but you need to like, <laughs> no, slow it down. All right. I've, there's a plan here. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Sorry. Um, really just want to start out. So I, I've talked about my parents and their musical influences for me uh, with the last one. Hopefully you listen to it. Uh, go listen to it. it it's going to be out by the time this one is out. But anyways. Um, so. Uh, yeah, so my parents, you know, were really into, like, hip-hop and, and not hip-hop, sorry. My parents were super into R&B, funk music, soul, uh, you know, they were 70s kids, so they, like, got to college around that time. Anyway, so, um, a lot of the times my parents were working and my siblings watched us and they listened to a lot of music, too. And so, what was playing whenever I was babysat by my older brother and my older sister, my sister is five years older than me, my older brother is eight years older than me. Um, it was either like boy band R&B, like B2K, Usher, Mario, just like awful. And I, I don't mean to make fun of these people, but I, I just hate it besides Mario. You're dope. Um, but B2K, like Usher, she had like the photos on the wall and like Tyrese without the shirt on. And it was just a lot to handle. And I hated that. My twin loved it. He was super into boy bands. That was his thing. Uh, she also listened to like NSYNC and like, um, me, uh, I did not. I, oof, Justin post NSYNC. Ooh, one of the greatest runs of all time, but like, we'll get into that later. Um, and then my older brother really enjoyed Atlanta hip hop. So it was like Ludacris and field mob and Lil John, like, and like the beginning of crunk and like, that's what he was into. Can we and, talk about that for one minute? Yeah. I just think it's so interesting that, like, you had these other influences of what, like, your siblings listened to that were kind of modern music, 
And so I think that totally did impact you. Well, since I was the oldest child, I was like the one having to like stamp my own and like find everything on my own because while my dad does listen to a lot of modern music, I think some of that did come because of me. I think so. There's no way he's listening to the national or like Yeah, that's true. I think eventually he would have stumbled upon it, but I definitely do believe I helped that bit a little bit. But, like, my brother was into really weird stuff when I was growing up. He's younger. He's I like, bet he was into Cool for Cats by Squeeze. No, oh, wait, so were you. He wasn't. He didn't like that stuff. He liked rap for, like, the longest time. That's because it's the best. I'm kidding. But I just think that's so interesting that you had these influences because I really didn't. I had yeah. to go find this stuff on my own. But and you know what's crazy? What? I hated all of it. I know, but at least I think you were exposed to it, so you at least it knew. Like, yeah. I didn't have something like that that I was exposed to to either, like, really be into or not enjoy, you know? Yeah. No, it was it was super weird. And, like, just, like, because you had these three channels, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you would get something from there, get something from there, and get something from there. And, like, I think the person that listened to the most stuff was definitely my sister. She definitely, like, was into like pop music and like you know rock and roll and like hip hop and rap. But and then, then what about the opera? Yeah, honestly, that was like that's huge for me. Um, my sister sang opera for like junior high, and she um, for a long time, and she still like you know sings at like family stuff and does all that. But I think like my parents would force us to go to her events and her competitions and she would sing in like full-fledged operas and we all had to go to that and you eventually start really appreciating it and just loving it so that kind of came in and then with like my older brother i like didn't really like any of the hip-hop that he was listening to to be completely honest i kind of hated it and then which was go ahead i want to ask you a question yeah what was what was your twin listening to were you guys into the same thing? We weren't. Like, Adam and I have never really been in the... We like each other's musical stuff. Because um, I feel like we have never had this conversation before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my twin, he's really into R&B and, like, um, just modern R&B is, like, yeah. his main thing. And you're more into, like, the indie kind of R&B. Yeah. So he likes, like, that kind of stuff. He also really enjoys alternative music. Oh. But alternative singers he doesn't really like alternative bands but alternative singers i know um so like just think of like what you would find in like a john mayer or like a that's not alternative that's like pop but you know i mean john mayer is gold don't get me wrong i mean okay like think of like like a okay fine then like a alternative r&b kind of person like a frank ocean okay he really enjoys frank ocean Um, then he enjoys alternative pop. And so his, his music interest didn't really influence you. Um, it did. Like, I just took a lot from a lot of people. Um, but I think like the main thing was my sister buying me an album. My first, like my own album, like that was like allowed to be explicit. And it was Kanye West's, uh, late registration, um, which is my all time favorite album of all time oh Um, i don't even think i knew that yeah i think honestly like early the first four albums of kanye west are arguably 
one of the greatest runs for a hip-hop artist, period. I really do believe that. Um, most influential hip-hop artist of the last decade. Yeah. The last two decades. Um, but anyways, so from there... How old were you at that point? What, when, when, how old do you, would you guess where, when you got that Kanye album? I was probably about 12, okay. maybe. Um, so it was a little late to the party, but, you know. Um, and then from there, you just kind of branch out. So, like, on there, I heard Lupe Fiasco. And he was, like, my favorite rapper in, like, junior high and, like, high school. Um, and then from there, you find, like, Common and you find just all these different people. Yeah. Um, Jay-Z, like, I just kind of, I knew he existed, but I never really liked him before hearing, like, you know, him and Kanye on the same track. And from there, I really got into hip-hop, like, kind of that conscious, not as popular um hip-hop style where it was instead of rap it's like hip-hop mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so from there i just kind of dived full-fledged into it but we, um, but we need to talk about more yeah no i <laughs> um, there's more that needs to be discussed first off first i hate off, you so much you don't have to reach the this, there's a good story in here but I want to talk about how you were into the emo girls back in the day. Yeah, it was super weird. Like, yeah, how did it that was even so, happen? I think, you know what it was? Like, honestly, I hated mainstream music so much. But, and everyone was into it back then. I just, everyone. it was like, it was you like, um, run, get away from it, but now you yo, can't. But, like, you couldn't back then. Exactly. Like, it was like right around the time. Who, who was like big when we were like, in junior high that black was not eyed black eyed peas yeah <laughs> but those like stupid club songs yeah. that they would play at like yeah. the dances or they would or, like, people would just Usher? listen to Usher thing? Kind of. oh he was my more gosh poppy back then, yeah right? but yeah, yeah it's like the greatest club hit of all time you can't hate that or, song like neo and pitbull and, Yo, like, yeah yeah i i don't know i hated it all so like i avoided those people because one i was a nerd and they kind of made fun of me Two, they liked music that I did not like. Three, um, they weren't super accepting. And like, I don't know. Yeah, you were. Emo like girls had an edge. Like it was just like, ooh, I was all That's over. That's why we're together. I, I, I didn't want to say it, but when I found out she was a former emo girl, I'm like, That's the right kind of danger I need in my life. Wannabe is the word. Whatever. Um, but yeah, so I was super into those. Gonna have um, lots of sounds going on. <laughs> I know. I was super. I was. I wanted to be a rapper. Yes. And so yes. I actually like. And I swear you can't find it, but like I produced and made like a hip hop mixtape, and it was called AKA Loser. It was to the point. I haven't even told you this. No. I literally had three mixtapes planned out, and I was like, "This is gonna be this. This is gonna be this." And these were the names. Yeah. AKA Loser. Okay. That was going to be the introduction for, and this is my rap name. I really don't want to say it because I still use it. Okay. It's, oh, it's fine. Who cares? King of Key. Yeah. King of Key was my rap name, That's but I okay. also, I had a few of them. All right. Pessimistic Mind was it. King of Key. Narrator Nuke. Um, and then I came up with Black Kenobi like three years ago because <laughs> I still freestyle. I still, I still We're rap. Just with friends. I just freestyle and rap yeah. when I get drunk, and it's so much fun. But uh, yeah, so I had three mixtapes planned out. First one was AKA Loser. Second one was The Fledgling Phoenix. I'll explain. And the third one was The Sleeping Dragon. Okay, and let me explain why. And my nerdiness. I read 
I played a video game called Dynasty Warriors, all right? All right. And from there, there it's like a game based on like this ancient Chinese novel written in like the 14th century by, and I'm not going to pronounce his name right, just bear with me, Luo Guan Zhong. I'm just proud that you remember that. <laughs> I still play the games. Um, and then it's just basically written about the three kingdoms that existed after the end of a long-lasting Chinese dynasty. Okay. Okay. I have another question. Wait. Okay, go ahead. How old were you when you planned these out? Eighth grade. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I it was it was I hadn't even picked out the songs or anything, but I was like, I'm gonna make this, and then I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna. So do you this. titled them, and you didn't even have lyrics or anything. No, <laughs> not at all. Um, and so, fledgling Phoenix references a stratagem strategist named Pang Tong, who helped a kingdom. You are such a nerd. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then. The Sleeping Dragon is the nickname for Zhu J. Liang, oh, wow. who is like one of the greatest like Chinese military minds in uh, you know, history. So like they all had nicknames, Fledgling Phoenix and uh, you know, Sleeping Dragon. So that was gonna be the names. Can can we talk about something? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Lawn we could talk mower? all day about my hip hop career. Oh <laughs> oof. All right, I'm taking up a lot of time, but we're just going to dive. This is going to be a long, long ride. I think it's going to be. It's fine. I know. Um, we're, so we're getting into it now. I'm feeling we good. Are. Yeah. We're getting into the nitty gritty. Exactly. Um, lawnmower. So lawnmower. one of my best friends, um, I'm not going to say his name. One of my best friends, you know who you are. Um, he plays guitar and he he's has really like, good at it. he's really good. He has his like own personal thing. Um, I don't think he, he still does performs it. every once in a while. Yeah, he has a band. Uh, it's called Suppose. They're really dope. Check them out. I don't think they have anything online, but they do local shows. Yeah, uh, they're great. Casey um, Mo. Casey Mo. Check them out if you got if you got the chance. Um, they have a show coming up, I think. With I don't know about the whole Corona thing. Yeah, but they've, no, they've got yeah, a show I'm planned. Not so convinced. We're um, talking about that later. Later. But yeah. yeah, so he's been playing guitar and like bass guitar. Uh, for a long time. Did you see he just got a bass guitar? Yeah, it was beautiful. I know, it looks awesome. Um, but anyway, lawnmower, yeah. lawnmower. Okay, 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 I'm getting there. So he played music. My twin is, to be completely honest, a super accomplished uh, jazz drummer, which is just, it's so random. He is so good at random things, but like he is a killer on the drum set. Um, and then my cousin uh, is a pretty... I mean, he creates music. Say, yeah. yeah, he's Today. he's a producer. Yeah. Um, he, he is going to be. Stuff. Actually, you know what? He's doing our intro music. Hey, hey. which is Thanks. really exciting. Shout out Hans Gruber. Um, he's an accomplished saxophonist. Uh, oh, saxophonist. I just thought it was the piano. No, he's better at saxophone oh. than piano. And then he's like a accomplished pianist, because uh, he's just a music nerd. And which is someone else uh, an accomplished pianist? Is someone else pretty decent at that? You have yet to hear me play. Are you good at it? Um, I'm, I took ten years of piano lessons. Yeah, you're good at Take it. Make that as you will. I yeah, don't really good at care. It. It's still just a lot of practice and effort, and sometimes she I acts still like feel she can't like tear it up. But... She acts like she can't tear it up. I... The modesty Continue. is We're adorable. talking about you right now. But yeah, so like, um, those three are like really good at. Uh, instruments and i uh was pretty decent at a trombone back in the day and so we formed like this like hip-hop ska band and it was called lawnmower (laughs) first of all that was like 
one of the most fun things we ever did. I hate ska music, but that's yeah. something to talk about much later. Yeah, I know. Um, you would like us if you heard us live, to be completely <laughs> honest. So, uh, but I would rap too. And um, we would mostly just like jam in my basement when Nathan would come over and spend the night. Thomas would swing by. Um, and we would just like come up with these little songs and ditties and they would just play and I would freestyle over it. But anyways, um, at my church, our, my parents and Nathan's parents put together a talent show. And I was like, this is going to be like my big break. Like, this is like, this is going to be it. You know, like the people are, people are going to see King of Key and Lawnmower. People are going to want more. Exactly. And so we practiced this song, which actually was, and he gets the girl. Right? The one you talked about last week. Which we talked, it's one of my favorite love songs. And um, so we're practicing that. We practiced it for like a month. And I thought I knew all the lyrics, and I, I probably, I can still recite them. Um, not, not as nearly well as I could, but I knew them back and front. And so Night Of, I'm kind of thinking, I'll be fine. Like, I've played in bands before. I've played, you know, as a trombone player in front of people. I'm not scared. I'm not going to lock up. I'm not one of those people. And so we get up there, and they start off the song. I psyched myself out, and I did not say a fucking word <laughs> for three minutes the song is only 242 yeah i didn't say a word i i literally was like and it i didn't say anything and then halfway through i was like any and i and i just sat there and you know it's really funny my cousin thomas oh gosh your cousin my cousin um he ended up he told us, because, like, this was, like, I think the three of us, like, our first show ever outside of, like, band. It was, like, yeah, it was our first, like, time playing in front of a lot of people. There was, like, probably about, it was honestly packed. It was about 150 people in the church, which it was pretty much the entire congregation was there. It was the first time they'd ever done this. And so he was, like, hey, if somebody messes up, don't stop. Just keep on playing, right? And so me thinking, I'm like, that's not going to be me. That'll probably be Adam. Da, 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 da. And I didn't say anything for like three minutes. And then when, when, cause he was like, we need to have a song ready for an encore. Cause we were the last people there. Oh my God, you guys. I know, but you know what? It was a saving grace. Um, so after the song ended, it was quiet. And I was just like, yeah, I like blame my cousin. I'll be honest. I throw him under the bus. I said he started early. He didn't. He played the song perfectly. Um, he was not happy with me. He still brings it up to this day. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Hans. I, I messed up. I messed up. It's fine. Eighth grade, lots of stress. I know, but I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have done that. But anyways, so then we started playing something else that we had come up with. And it was good. I just like freestyled. But there's, a, there's like a video of it. And my friend's mom has it. And, like, whenever I go Ooh. over there, they pull it out. I have to see that someday. We're not going over there. Oh, um, no. They're going to invite me over. I know that. Don't invite me over for the video. We're done. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Um, but, yeah, it was super embarrassing. So, like, that was kind of my middle school. Is there anything more? Yeah. So, as I get to high school, I think with being in band and, then like, doing more of my sister's stuff yep. um you, you just start looking at different things you know and then i started getting more like 
alternative and i say alternative but it's like everything else besides you're into like cold play yeah Yeah, so i was getting that yeah that was high school like when viva la vida viva la vida came out when i was either a freshman or sophomore in high school and that kind of changed the game um i think it's a really good place to start if you're trying to get into indie music at least at the time it was like alternative music they're not what they used to be and honestly that was, was like, like their first pop album. It was, but, but it was still really it was good. good. It was a good album. I think there were a lot of classics on there. Yeah. Um, and it was like them kind of, I think, really waking up and like becoming like this like larger than life band. Yeah. Instead of just being like this indie band that people like. Um, Super moody. That yeah. was like their first, I feel like, a kind of like yeah. a positive light sort of album. But it wasn't. It wasn't though. Like Lovers in Japan. But like lost. Strawberry Swing. Yeah, but then life. Violet Hill was very yo dark. Violet Hill like that. That was depressing, that but was. it's a good song. Um, but yeah, yeah that kind of got me into like their earlier stuff with like parachutes and what's the a rush of blood to the head? Yeah, Is that, yeah, 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 yeah. That one's really good. X and Y, um, and then I kind of got into Phoenix. Randomly found them. Yeah, um, Nineteen was my first experience with yeah. Phoenix, and I loved it. Um, my senior year, um, The Last Dinosaurs released their first album, which... I don't know who that is. You need to check them out. They're, like, basically... They kind of, like, have stalled out. I think they're exploring more. They're kind of becoming poppy, which really sucks. But that first album is, like... It's just, like, like, literally kids from New Zealand, and they're just, like, we're gonna put together, like, this alternative rock band. Okay. And it's really good um but yeah yeah, like them and then like i really started to get back into r&b so i was like listening to um who's out during the r&b scene at that point it wasn't a lot of people it was like maxwell had just come out with an album around then which you you it's it's a pretty good album it's called well the song and the big song from his pretty wings um alicia keys had released like her third or fourth album and the song that i really liked on it was teenage love affair um, it's a super cute song. Yeah. Um, it was just a lot of different things. I got into Adele around that oh, time. Right, right, right. I think everyone. Um, so let's be real. Corinne Bailey Ray, who my sister had really- listened to. She put your records on. Right. You tell me that every yeah. time. I yeah. ask that every so time. So she's yeah, actually she like one of my favorite artists. Um, my sister listened to her back when she came out in like 06. And then I randomly found her again in, like, high school. Those are the best friends. I know. And so she's awesome. And Julie, who I don't listen to anymore. Um, she's pretty dope. But, yeah, yeah that's, that's basically, like, kind of my journey. And, then like, as I got into college, it just kind of blossomed out. I found, like, Joey Badass. He came out my freshman year, and that's basically what dominated that. That kind of brought me back to hip-hop. Um, arguably, 1999 to me is, like, one of the best mixtapes I've ever heard. And then um, Melody Gardot, I found her around that time, too. And, like, that senior year uh, to yeah. freshman year of college, she was kind of like a jazz singer. Esperanza Spaulding, I got into her. So when I say alternative, I just mean anything besides hip-hop. So, so the wrong label. <laughs> it's called alternative for a reason. But, yeah, so I just got into a lot of things. We'll talk about that later. No, I'm not changing my mind. But yeah, yeah I got into a lot of different things, and that was kind of like, I, I don't think I've stalled out. I recently got into lo-fi and lo-fi hip-hop. That's been like my big thing. That was my big thing last year. 
Uh, that's why I always talk about Patsu. He's like my all-time favorite. But Android 52, um, Shinsky, uh, R.I.P. Nujabes, uh, Toki Monster. There's a lot of people that are really dope. Yeah. Uh, Saib, Jinsang. Just had to shout those two out. But yeah. yeah um, We're talking about our younger years. Yeah, I know, but like, just kind of, that's my journey. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll dive more into the other ones because there's Definitely some other later. We'll have to embarrassing stories that, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, what's yours? After I took like forty minutes, it's fine. So, I think I started much younger than you. I think we figured this out. Yeah, you did. So the first albums that I can remember that I was like gifted were probably, I mean, like when I was in kindergarten first grade to be completely honest which just like i don't even know why that blows my mind but it kind of does the thing was was that like when i was growing up sure there were like the kids songs occasionally played in my house but i feel like it was not nearly as heavy compared to like the people that i grew up with like it was just the radio was constantly playing in my house we were just constantly listening to like my dad's music, when we had parties, dad would always be the DJ. He would always be playing his CDs and like... Or his like, record players. Not record player, old. but it was CDs or like cassette tapes, you know, we would listen to those in the car a lot. Yeah. But that's just like what I grew up with. But like the first albums that I can really remember was Michelle Branch, Sync. Michelle Branch? Gold. There's only one song that's like... Awesome and it's Game of Love. By Sorry. Santana. Yes. But Britney Spears. Clearly, my parents wanted me to be normal ch- a normal child. What? In sync. You listen to In Sync and Britney Spears. Yes, there was a time. I I had crushes on like all the In Sync boys back in the day. Which one did you like the most? Um, I, there's I, a right answer by the Justin. way. Thank you. <laughs> but they wanted me to be normal. Those I think that's literally why they gave me those two albums. But then Jimmy World came into play, and that changed, changed my world. Everything changed my world. Uh, this is embarrassing, but the Now CDs. I had two of them. I think I had nine, and maybe like eleven or twelve. What are they on now? Like fifty-eight? Probably. Jeez. Probably. Uh, Disney music was definitely in there for sure. Well, back then. And then, but there, wait, real quick. Back then, there is nothing better than Disney music. Don't say anything that we can't take back. Disney will sue us. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, oh, well, we, as long as we don't, we can say their name, but, like, Disney music? Yeah. Oof. No, it's still fantastic. It is. I still have some saved to my, like, songs. I know. It's, like, the new stuff. I feel like after a certain movie that we talk about that we know is better than another yeah, yeah, movie, yeah. not going to say its name, um, that was, like, the last great singing Disney movie, and it's not the one everybody thinks it is, because that one actually sucks. Um, just stop. Keep going. Big stuff. But yeah, yeah just Disney, <laughs> they know how to make music. Always. I mean, just, yeah. Anyways. And then I had two illegally burnt CDs, for Dude, sure. that's so messed up. Daft Punk, their first album. Fantastic. That was, like, I listened to that stuff constantly. I remember I, like, alternated between that album and Dis- the Disney album I had. And then also I had the illegally downloaded. <laughs> Just that sentence right there. I listen to I Daft that, Punk and Disney. I literally think that explains who I am as a human being. I think it does because like it's a like Daft Punk like it's like chill but it's kind of like out there a little bit. 
Yeah. And then Disney is just like your emotional side. <laughs> That's what that is. It's like your somewhat wild, but then, carefree side. And last your, your but not least, side. my other illegally burnt CD was The Killers. Their first album, Hot Fuck. Uh, maybe that wasn't their first. I think that was their first. Who are they? Oh, shut up. Mr. Brightside. I only know one. What's the, what's the one? You sit there in your heartache. Oh, when when we were young? Yeah, yeah, that's a good song. Yeah, but you also know somebody told me. Somebody told me that oh. you had a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a girlfriend. Which is kind of messed up. So, yeah, that was, like, the first exposure to music that I truly remember. And then I think, I mean, dad had a lot of influence on me, but we're not talking about oldies today. We're just talking about, I think, what I took from, like, where I actually found music on my own so but dad would like quiz me in the car on music all the time i know when i tell it to people strict strict like strict it was such a normal thing for me to be he'd just be like who is this but like it's so not normal for other people and then he would like go on a five minute spiel about like i had this album it was this year i was this old here's the actual names of the artists like this is he knew it all He's a history guru. That is what he majored in. Like, it's it's a thing. You almost said goof. No, I didn't. That's a joke. I just talk funny. Anyway. Don't say it. No, you don't. I had a slight country moment in the midst of like all of that. This is like the dark times. This is your dark age. And then, I honestly think, I forgot about this completely, but Guitar Hero was actually a big deal and did help influence me a lot when, like, we were still playing on the GameCube and stuff. It was like, I don't even know how old I was. Probably like fourth, fifth grade. And that, and that was like Guitar Hero 3, 4, and 5. I distinctly remember a song, Take Me Out by Franz Ferdinand. Excuse you. <laughs> and then, and then we really get into the cringy teenage years. Come, I believe it was sixth grade. I found Fall Out Boy. That, that is, that is my, that is my people. That is my people. Not anymore. But I found the album Infinity on High. Came out 2007. So probably around that time. Thanks for the memories. That was like the whole thing. Kay is over there shaking his head at me. He it was weird. Move. It was, I was like into emo girls, but I hated the music. No sense. But anyways, after I found that, I found Under the Cork Tree. And that album is gold it was What's, released in 2005 also fall out boy really that was where um dance dance came from and uh is it i don't really remember um i should but anyways then believers never died and i'm going to butcher this because i don't speak french full adieu i have no idea Whoa. that was horrific and i know but that one was a bomb album too. And then they broke up in 2008, I believe. Thank God. And I was devastated. It was music died and it was a moment and I called my best friend. <laughs> did you just say music died? No, it did not. No, it did not. Anyway, I remember calling my best friend and just like talking to her. And then... Did you cry? No, I don't think so. You but don't think Fall so? But then Fall Boy just... You know, they came back and it never happened. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Were you excited when they announced they were reuniting? Yeah, but I knew it wasn't going to be the same. 
Like, it's never the same. Did you think it was going to be as bad as it is? No. I know. Once you go pop, it's like a, it's a thing. But anyways, I actually was exposed to them by my cousin. Uh, you know, I feel like when you're introduced to YouTube as a child, it's just like eye-opening. It changes the game. And I first saw the music video, the takeover, the breakover by them. And I was just like, whoa, what is this? It was just like a whole new thing for me. And I just deep dived. But anyway, follow boy. Big important. I had the biggest crush on Pete once back in the day. I Which know. I have no idea. I really don't either. Like when I look back on it, it's just it's not it's not something I'm interested in anymore. Not he seems like a really nice guy, to be completely honest. Yeah. I don't and that's the thing with like Fallout Boy, like I never got weird vibes from them. You know who else is really good? All American rejects. They don't get enough. That's on my list. Oh. Hold on. I am so sorry. No, it's fine. I have a whole long list of all the artists that I listened to before 2010. Okay. Before 2010. I like run out the. I, I told you I was sticking to my cringy years. We were doing this. I was going. Man. Full on. So, cute is what we aim for. That was a big one. I know I, you don't know who I that don't is. Know who it is that like is. the essential emo band, and it's just so embarrassing. They literally only had two albums. Broke up shortly afterwards, and that was that. Their story's Yo. over. Maybe you may you may know the song The Curse of Curves. I fucking hate that song. Yep, that's them. That's them. Oh my god. Okay, real quick, can we can I ask a quick question? Yeah. What was the name of that like big music festival that always had the emo bands? Oh it wasn't Rockfest, was it? No, but that, that sucks too. I don't really know. I'm sorry I'm like hating on your like no, it's Junior high it's embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, That's you fine. listen what you listen to. Well, I have my list. Can I go through my list? Yeah, I'm sorry. It's I'm fine. Like distracting you. I do. I do the exact same thing about you. I I cut so off. You're good. So, Panic at the Disco. They're good. Yeah, actually, first you know what? album was fantastic. I I have to agree. I Panic at the Disco. Weirdly enough, my older brother was super into them. They're awesome. They're sorry. still good. They are. Yeah. No, I would go see them live. I think they would be a really fun show today. I know. I'd so, have to agree. Paramore. Awesome. That was my first concert ever. Did really? Did you know that? No way. I know. And the Swellers opened up for them, this no-name band. I know. I can't believe I even remember that. But I had, a, you know, one of those, like, rubber band things that had yeah. the Swellers on oh it. God. I know. So ridiculous. Okay. Real quick. New Paramore is so dope. Like, I know they haven't put out anything in a minute. I think they broke up. But that I last think album. I did. I think Haley's just like doing her own thing for a minute, which I do not like Haley Solo. No. Haley Solo is like weird alt music mm-hmm. and it's just not my thing. Nope. But this last album was like but, that but, 80s. Yeah, they had that 80s groove. Ah, oh, so good. It was good. No, but right. they've like really haven't butchered an album. I, no. I really don't think they mm-hmm. have. And then you're not gonna know this, but red jumpsuit apparatus. That's like super embarrassing. Do you? I remember the name. I do not know any of their they songs. They had a song called Face Down, and it was actually the saddest song. I think it's about some girl like cutting herself, and it's just like that how much more par for the course. emo can you get? Yo. And then <laughs> the main. I had a big thing for the main. I know you're not gonna know who that is. Foo Fighters, I actually really love them, really and them. I think I distinctly remember actually discovering them because of Guitar Hero. I think Dad had their first album, 
And Everlong, right? Yes. And good album. It was. It was such a good song, Everlong. That's like one of the songs I'm actually going to talk about for our top five. So I don't want to ruin it too Aww. much. But at least I think it is. I think that's what I said. Yeah. No, no, actually it's not. So we're going to talk briefly about it. But our our top 15 were constantly changing. I know. But Everlong was a really important song to me, I think, back then. And it was just almost like chilling, you know? I know. It just had that effect on you. Dave Grohl, my music idol. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder. Music who, idol? I think it's kind I of it. turned into wow. the head singer of the National. Don't even know I hate really? myself for it. But I like him a lot. And like, out of those, I would want to meet both. But anyway, yeah. Rise Against was also on this list that I was I have heard of them. It's like, that's about as hardcore grungy as I got, to be completely honest. And then the All-American Rejects, I had a serious moment with them. They're dope. I don't care what people say. I really do think they're dope. I forgot about them, to be completely honest. I have zero songs by them now, but I was, like, remembering, and I went back and I listened to a few, and I was like, They're good. They're good. I know. And then, this is, like, such an eye roll, but Goo Dolls had, like, emo? May was, like, all about that. She would be locked up in her room crying her eyes out to Goo Goo Dolls because they were just... Why would you be crying? I I was an emotional teenager. I'm still an emotional person. That she is. So... It's fun. Me... And I mean that in a non... As a tween, was ten times worse than I am Mm, today. mm. Like, no, it was bad. And then also, Death Cab for Cutie is also, like, a very... I think I got them and Matchbox 20 mixed up like a week ago. <laughs> and I started singing like one of Matchbox 20 songs. And she was like, who is that? And I'm like, Death Cab for Cutie. And she's like, no, it's not. So I think that was like my foundation. And then shortly after that, I really got into the Killers, Florence and the Machines, Kings of Leon, and Mumford and Sons. Those were like mm. the other big hitters for me. You know, weirdly enough, Mumford and Sons was on my list also. Really? My top 15. Yeah. I mean, I saw them live last year. Were they good? Yeah, but their new stuff is more like rock, and I just love folky Mumford & Sons. Yeah, that, like, that's, they're... That's never... Ooh. They're never going to be able to beat that, I don't no, think. And I, I think, think they're, they're, like, trying to... Because it was, like, such a trend to be, like, the folky sound at that point when they did come out with a Sino That's because they said it. They said it off. They kind of did. And then I feel like they're trying to do their own thing now and like trying to have a different sound, but it's just never going to be. No, and I think like it was really unique for its time. I'm sorry, I'm cutting in your No, time. it's okay. And then, so I call myself the wannabe emo kid and we're going to go a little bit into that. So I wore skinny jeans and Converse before they were cool. I did the shopping at Hot Topic. Because what other wannabe emo kid wouldn't? Good lord. I had the ridiculous long hair and the side bangs that I would like dramatically try and swoop over my face. Wear heavy eye makeup. But I wasn't in with the emo kid. No. I had big old crushes on, don't get me wrong. I would listen to music for them. Like, um, Avenged Seventh Hold, I never got behind them. But I just remember boys that I liked liking that music and so i just wanted so hard to be into it just for them (laughs) can i say something you were also an athlete i was so like it doesn't really work out yeah Yeah. and then i was an art 
nerd and then a band nerd. I was just all over the place. You were finding yourself. Exactly. And then, um, yeah, because like I found Cute as William for because of a kid in sixth grade who I had a crush on because he was wearing Ooh. a t-shirt. I'm not saying names. No, what what band? Cute is what we aim for. Oh, okay. Curse of Curve. This kid was wearing a shirt, a t-shirt, and I was like, what's that? And he was like, check him out. And guess who checked him out and fell in love? This You girl. did. And then, you know, there was like the one boy band group in your entire school that like actually had a band and like played live shows. I was crushing on the drummer in that band for sure. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Of course. I actually, embarrassingly enough, went to one of his shows with my best friend at the time. I think I know who you're talking about. Oh my god! Wanna be kid too? What, what is their What does their band name start with? I have no idea. If I say it, will you remember? Do you think? Probably not. Jay. No. Oh, never mind. All right, I ignore no. Me. Mm. But oh my gosh! I know. I know. And then we touched. Talked. I talked about. Paramore being my first concert ever, and my dad came and chaperoned with me and my. We had there was three of us, you know, real cute. That must have been Apparently so much fun for really your father sick that night, and so he was just in pure misery. He was probably gonna be honest. I'm not gonna say that. Go ahead. But then I remember Haley Williams, the singer of Paramore, he said she was super sick that night and like on every drug under the sun. I know. And your dad took you there. I know exactly. <laughs> He's like, God dang it, why the way they have to say that? So, to be completely honest, I think that was like my junior high experience. And part, part like at the very beginning of high school. What were you into in high school? Um, I don't really know. I think I really dived deep with Florence and the Machines, Mumford and Son. Mm. Kings of Leon, I saw live <sighs> my freshman year. Okay, they suck. No offense. I still love them to this day. And have Are you serious? Yeah. <sighs> I still do. Me and my dad, when we went, that was like our, we still talk about that concert to this day. Are you, they were that good live? Yes. They were so good live. And then I also saw Foo Fighters live my freshman year with my, that would have been dope. At the time, boyfriend. Ooh. I know. I was. Romance. Beauty. The senior, he took me. That's creepy. Bang. I know it is kind of weird. It's not the worst thing but in the world. I would go see Dave Grohl again in a heartbeat. That show was fantastic. You should go. And that was a really good album. I don't remember what it was, but the one that they just released when they were touring for it was really good. And my freshman year, I think, was 2011, so it might have been 11, 12. Is that the one? Is it like their lead-off single? Was it like a music video with like a bunch of like Riot Police? Um, no, that was the one previous. Oh, then I don't know. But it was really good, and I mm. enjoyed singing. I, like, knew all of their songs, like, the back of my hands at one point. So good. Um, but Florence and the Machines, honestly, she's, like, my ginger idol. I'm a ginger. She's a ginger. She's gorgeous. She just, like, moves one with nature, I feel She like. does. She does. And there's just, like, she's got such a look about her. And it's so unique, and I love it. You may have just heard my dog get up and stretch and shake and scoff at us. because He's snoring a little bit. He wants to be petted. I think he wants to be petted, and he's kind of... Once I found her, I just feel like music kind of changed when Dog Days Are Over came out. No? 
I think she just had this very new, unique sound yeah. that became popular. You are too focused on Moose right now. He's Pull a it cutie. back together. Look at him. I want to talk about Florence. I'm listening. I have no opinion on that woman. Really? Yeah. yeah like, I saw her live in college, and goddamn. I'm not super into it. It was magical. I think, like, oh. Feist came out at around the time, and I picked Feist, which was a mistake. But, but, okay, the other one is is the Killers. I was heavily into them in high school. I think I listened to, like, their first three albums, if not four. I think once I kind of got over the Fall Out Boy stage, which, to be completely honest, I still have, like, at least a couple songs from each album on, from Fall Out Boy to this day. Will you quit it? He he's staring looking. at no, me. No, he's not. He's looking at the door. He's staring at me for like five minutes. I know, he's very threatening. And he's my sleepy puppy. But, oh my god. You got me all distracted. Pull me back in. What was I talking about, okay? Florence and the Machine. No. And. No, I'm just over it now. Kylie Montague. The Monty. Killers? What are you talking about? The Killers, about? there we go. I literally was picking somebody random. Holy moly, sir. It's been a long weekend. It's hard to focus. But, yeah, I think Killers, Florence and Machines, Kings of Leon, Mumford and Sons were, like, all very heavy hitters for me so in high school, including the Foo Fighters. But then, I mean, I was also a kid very into the oldies. Yeah. And I was discovering 70s, 60s music, 50s, 40s, like, my time, my mom always says, when I had my moment of um, Frank Sinatra, she she felt weird about it. When I would just be blaring Frank in my bedroom, she's like, why is my 14-year-old daughter listening to Frank Sinatra? But, like, why not, though? <laughs> like, he's so dope. Like, Frank Sinatra, uh, Nat King Cole. There are so many good, like, singers back yeah, then. Yeah, no. It, no, they are. But it's just, like, I don't think it's something, like, your 14, 15-year-old daughter listens to. Yeah, I, you got a point, because, I mean, I bet, like, it literally went from, like, Avenged Sevenfold, like, duh, duh, yeah, duh, yeah. and then, like, the next day, you're listening to Frank Sinatra, and she's like... Or, like, Frank Sinatra, then Foo Fighters, then Rise Against, then Goo Goo Dolls, yeah. then, like, but, yeah. She's like, should I say something I know, to her? I know, I like, know. And then, I mean, the other oldies, I think the other ones back then were, like, Smashing Pumpkins, Weezer, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think they were all kind of big back then for me. Because they were played on the radio and whatnot, but I think just discovering that Casey does kind of have an alt-music life, it just kind of blew my mind. I don't remember when or really how old I was, because obviously my parents were very protective of me. I wasn't allowed to see my first PG-13 movie until I was 13. Which is wild. And it was Pirates of the Caribbean out of all of them. Still Dude, a Disney movie. One of the greatest blockbusters of all really time. It really is. I could watch that any any day. I could watch that right now. But Didn't you say you like would put yeah. it on at night just to like kind of wind down or something? Was that you? I don't remember saying that. <laughs> well, it was somebody else then. But that was just a great... I don't even know what I'm talking about, but oh, you know, right. I was a very sheltered child, which is perfectly fine. I'm, I was, I was satisfied with my childhood for sure. I was very, I was a good spoiled child. To say the least. <laughs> I don't even know where this is going. I was a good I spoiled child. But I was sheltered in the fact that I think it took me a hot minute to even realize that like 96.5 The Buzz was a thing. 
and then I found it and it was just like eye open especially when you're starting to drive and like back then I didn't have any Bluetooth thing to hook my phone into to play music. It was mm-hmm. CDs or the radio. And so I would listen to 96.5 The Buzz. And I would listen to, like, the talks in the morning and the afternoon and, like, catch, like, the most recent songs. So I think I still have songs from that time in my life that I was super into, too. So it's super... I'm saying super a lot. You, you know? said it, like, four times I know. I'm sorry. We're, this is gonna... No, it's a fun time. I'm enjoying myself. Wow, that was weird. Did you see that? Yeah, there's a ghost in here. Yeah, uh, Someone I died so. in here. You don't know that. But no, I'm just Why kidding. did you even joke like that? I know. The basement used to be a really creepy place when it was unfinished. But I bet. Anyways, I think that pretty much sums up my childhood to what I can remember musically, except for the oldies, which is something mm. for another episode entirely. That's a lot. Yeah. So, so should we say our top five? Yeah. Let's kind of go a little quickly on it, though. We've been talking forever. Okay. I mean, I yeah, could I talk think about we this stuff up 20 all minutes. day. But... Um, so do you want to go first? Should I just keep rolling? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my top one is actually a 90s song, but I think it was definitely one that I discovered on the radio, and it's called Tonight Tonight by Smashing Pumpkins. I think it was just, like, this magical song that I feel like, honestly, to me, really doesn't get old. As in, like, the sense it doesn't age. Do you know mm-hmm. what you know what that means? Like, you could hear a song yeah. that was, like, 30 years ago, and you're like, this could have come out today, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I think that song, to me, is just kind of, like, timeless. And it's just very sweet and, like, cute and gives me warm, fuzzy feelings. And it's... But that's like half of the music journey for me is like getting the warm, fuzzy feelings, <laughs> which is wildly embarrassing. But, you know, that's that. I remember listening to that song a lot in high school, too. That was a big one for me. And the lyrics were like just fantastic. Yeah. And I know they won like the MTV Music Video Award for like best video of that year when it came out. It's very, like, whimsical, like, 1920s vibe, like, very vintage It's really cool. So that's my one, but this is also, once again, in no particular order, because that's how we roll. Really hard to find these. Uh, two is actually a really, really big one for me. It was actually on our last playlist for the podcast, but, like, I can't not talk about it. I didn't talk about it last time, but it was just made the cut. It made the top 15. Yeah. Anyway. My song number two is Maps by the Yaya Yaz. Mm. Do you know it? I think you know it. You mm. recognize it. But I do not. I think it was kind of like, I just remember listening to this song after softball practice. Dad and I would be driving back in the Jeep Liberty and like we'd have the windows Wait, rolled what? down. And I just remember listening to this song and like blaring it. And the Jeep Liberty, the 2000 Jeep Liberty had such a great sound. So good. The stereo system was fantastic. My brother still drives that thing. And it's, it's great. It's great. Which is like adorable in its own way. It's just being passed down. I mean, it's going to die probably pretty soon, but you know. Yeah. It's I don't have to worry there. about that. Exactly. Anyways, Maps by the AES. It's just like the guitar is fantastic. The singer is amazing, and to be completely honest, that's the only song I really like by the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, which is so unfortunate. But it's just like 
magical and it's been with me for a very long time. And someone actually once asked me if I was stuck on an island and I could only bring like one song with me, what would it be? And I said this one because it's just like got such a special place in my heart because of dad. And because it's just like something that just doesn't get old to me, you know? I'll be yeah. listening to this song on the day I die, and I know it for a fact. Like, it's just that good to me. That's wild. That is going to be the song that you take. I know. Yeah, I think it would be, because I just think it's got, it means a lot, but yet it's so simple, but it's so unique all at the same time. It's just like a good, it's a good love song, but in a really, you know, unique, quirky way, and that's what I love. And then another one that is also like a dad tied into it is Lazy Eye by Silver Sun Pickups. Mm. I think this might have been actually my first exposure to 96.5 The Buzz, to be completely honest. And they played this song, and Dad and I, it's a lot of Dad and I stories. Dad and I looked at each other, and we were like, what is this? We like this. And I think Dad even was like, is this the Pixies? It could be the Pixies. But you don't get to know, because nothing on your dashboard like screen tells you what's playing. Sometimes no DJ, radio DJ, tells you what the song just was. And so you just have to continue to live your life. Like, and just not know from months on Isn't that the worst? End. That was the absolute yes, worst back then. it is terrible. There was actually a time when I finally discovered that you could go online and they had the entire schedule of what was played. And I used to do that. This song was before that, but there was a time when I did do that. I was yeah, back no, I, I've done that before too, definitely. But Lazy Eye by Silver Sun Pickups. The music video is like fantastic. It's just really cute. Once again, love the cute, sweet ones. But like the lyrics are really good too. Like I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this moment all my life, but it's not quite right. Like how can you can relate to that? Like you have yeah. this whole thing planned out in your head. You want it to be perfect. But it's not ever going to be what you thought out it was. And so that song was also just like the build too. There's just a lot of tension in it. And just like the way it builds is so, so incredibly good. Now, I'm going to throw way back here. Okay. Um, Song number four is going to be Hum Hallelujah by Fall Out Boy. I can tell you, I used to just like rock out in front of my mirror to this song dance my ass off to this song with my hair around my long beautiful red hair when i used to have it just go to town i would go to town i'm just getting like excited and amped up and i'm talking louder (laughs) it's really funny yeah i'm picking you up i'm sorry i'm sorry i've been picking you up a little bit but that one was a big one to me I, because I was like really searching all the Fall Out Boy songs that I had, and I know that one really stood out to me, along with another one. I'm not going to talk about it, but like the song names for Fall Out Boy were also really, really funny. Have I told you about them? No, not at all. They have a song name. The title is I Slept with Someone in Fall Out Boy, and all I got was this stupid song right about. Oh my God. <laughs> I cannot stand them. I'm just, oh my gosh. Okay, last but not least, I have to always, always, always include where it all began. At least I like to think it would be Jimmy World with the Authority song. And it's literally like calling back the Authority song. But I think it was John Cougar Mellencamp. I believe that's what it was. But. Cause you like go go to the jukebox and play it. That's like what yeah, they're yeah. singing in the song. 
But I just remember as a little kid, like, putting this on my, like, CD radio player and, like, carrying around the house and dancing to that song. That's so cute. And I probably, I'm the worst with lyrics. I think I finally, it's, like, finally started to click in my older age for some stupid reason. Well, you you just get it more. Yeah, you you understand it. But, like, I'm sure I was just, like, mumbling gibberish to this song. Because (laughs) it's just, like, what you did as a kid. And that's, that's my five. I mean... Jimmy Eat World's also just like super, super important to me. I mean, we talked about it last podcast, yeah. but just the fact that like it's I think it was my first on. exposure truly to like the alternative kind of rock ish world. Yeah. And no, so I get that. They're always gonna have a special place in my heart as yeah. well. So yeah, I think that's that's my top five. I kind of flew through those a little quickly, but it's hard to talk about those, especially when we rant forever about all that other stuff so you want to go yeah yeah yeah. uh i'm gonna try and run through these pretty quickly um so i kind of picked my top five on like different things that i was into back then like in terms of like styles of song um and so and it's not like they're like actual like genres or anything like that but, like, my all-time favorite classic is going to be Kick Push by Lupe Fiasco. Um, it's a rap song about skateboarding. I could not skateboard. I just thought it was, like, the cool... It was, like, the first storytelling rap song that I was into. Um, and it's just so dope. Like, the beat is amazing. It's, like, just a bunch of jazz horns. And Do you remember how old you were? It was after my Kanye... I was probably 12 yeah. or 13. Around that time, because he put out his album two or three months after Labor Registration came out. I don't know what so, that means. Yeah, so he put out, um, it was called Food and Liquor. That was his first album name. It came out like two or three months after uh, Kanye's. And it was like so fucking good. But anyways, um, so he was probably like my favorite rapper growing up. Um, I feel like now I would say Kanye is probably like my favorite all time, but, uh, Lupe was definitely like my favorite around that time mm-hmm. and kick push was my favorite song by him. Uh, so that's like what I consider like classic for me. Like, it's just, uh, I love it. I can listen to it every day. Um, and then like political hip hop kind of got into the play. And so like, there are a few songs that I could have picked, but I went with like the first one I ever really listened to like hardcore and it's called crack music by kanye west um i don't think my parents would have let me listen to this album if they knew that was on there to be completely honest because it was just like i'm in the same boat to be completely yeah like i wouldn't say i was super sheltered but like but you had the exposure because of your like quite older siblings yeah, yeah I mean, but like that's like that, but it's almost like a 10 year difference yeah like, that's but a it's big like deal. A, yeah it's like, like a it's, it's different though because like what Eric was listening to was just like party stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? And like what that can every, be like, kind of exactly that can be kind of explained away. Like this one is like about like like just like crazy conspiracy theories. Like George Bush knows about anthrax and he created it, or Ronald Reagan introduced wow. crack into the ghetto, and it was just like super intense and like Kanye. Yeah, it was. It's out there, but like it's so good and there's like a thing at the end um it's not by gil scott heron but there's like a like a poetry slam at the end of the song and then like this really beautiful like 
Kanye West has the best outros for like songs, like, and it's just like classic, good, no one will old ever school Kanye. His mind. No, I won't. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Um, the next one is like I would say like my first like foray into alternative music, but I think it was kind of cringy because it's "Viva La Vida" by Coldplay. Yeah, it's a good song, but it's like, ugh. I used to rule the world. Like, it's just like, it's weird. That. I think what? that album was also super impactful, like, when it came out in yeah. high school, too. I think yeah. that it did a good job of making alternative music more accessible yeah. for younger people. True. And I also think, like, in total, that was just a really good album con- conceptually. Like, yeah. from, like, start to finish, I think mm-hmm. it, like, move really well it did so sorry it continue did. no you're good i always remember that music video being kind of strange though yeah it's like it had like a weird filter and like they were like pieces of a puzzle and it was it that, was just really that. yeah it was like parchment paper but it was, it was just weird yeah they were all wearing the same weird. outfit in every single other music video yeah they that. were it was i was super confused by it um the best one is life in technicolor 2 because they're just like puppets it's like the cutest thing they're doing like just a kid's show and they're puppets like it's adorable <laughs> um for apple for their yeah. little apple exactly uh classic so this one uh ordinary people by john legend this one came out definitely when i was like in fourth or fifth grade Can I be completely honest yeah I didn't even know John Legend was a thing until like he went pop. Like I didn't even know which he is just music so before sad. that. It's... And that was what, like only like five years ago or something. I know, I know. Get lifted, which I think was actually his first album, and then I can never remember the name of his second album, but it's his best album, and it's like he went from being like this like kind of, and I want to say dirty or like grungy, but he went from like this like hip-hop sound i also think it was very r&b like i mean the only song that i know is the heaven only knows but that's so good yeah no and that's like that album it's he like went from being a singer that did hip-hop beats which he really didn't because ordinary people is like classic john legend and it's piano stuff Mm -hmm. But he had a few, like, hip-hop beats in there, and it was, like, a hip-hop, more hip-hop style. And then that came out, and I feel like that second album, which I do not remember the freaking name. I cannot remember the name. That was more of a posh R&B. Yeah. I feel like that was, like, a really refined R&B. I have a question. And what? Go ahead. You think Christy Teigen changed him? Yes. <laughs> and I think, no, like, it's it's no, cool. That's a discussion we need to have about, like, significant others changing musicians. But that's yeah. another time, another it's place. It's all over the place, but I think so, which is cool. I feel like he needed to go pop because, like, you can only make so much doing R&B, to be True. completely honest. So I, I have no ill will. And, like, you got to explore stuff. But, yeah, I, I'd really like a classic John Legend album. And I haven't listened to his new one. I might check it out, but I bet it's just more pop stuff. Yeah. Which is cool. Uh, the next one, it's going to be something kind of near and dear. Um, I write a lot. Um, well, I've, I've slowed down a little bit. I don't think be honest. so. I kind of have. But, like, um, you know, I write. I wrote when I was a kid. I started writing probably in, like, 
seventh or eighth grade. That's I, so weird to think about. I know. It's so like good. been at least twelve ish years probably or thirteen or fourteen. I don't know how old I am. You don't know how old fourteen <laughs> years probably since I started writing. And um one of the songs that I used to listen to a lot, I used to just listen to stuff you could just throw on yeah. and get into it. You know what I mean? And it was um the live version it had to be the live version why of my because okay oh, so are you about to say good my chemical romance no oh no. oh i thought that was on one of your lists it's it's, it's actually, actually on the top 15 but it's not my top i five. didn't even make that I cut for, i didn't even talk about my chemical romance which is crazy because they were arguably the best emo band wild they were I mean, fallout boy i'm always getting biased because of fallout boy but i know my chemical romance is the better band it's just like crazy how much of an influence they still have even though they're like technically broken up but they got back together for like to tour but now corona they can't tour and it's yeah. just weird and didn't he write the umbrella ca- he did, academy and they're coming out of the season two soon i, I think know, it's I need july to, I you, need have, to yeah, it. you haven't watched it but it was so good and i'm excited i, I am so bad about finishing tv I know you shows are. i'm so well, bad we did was high fidelity and we need to talk about that later i finished high fidelity and good omens good thank you good omens was so good so though good. And I like, I was like, man, I should finish more TV shows. Like, I. David Tennant is just like. He's amazing. Anyway. He's amazing. Song four. Sorry. Okay. Or five. Yeah, your last yeah. one. Um, sorry about that. Song, Song five. five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got to be the live version of my favorite thing um, performed by John Coltrane and his uh, quintet. Uh, I don't know if I. Let's get into it. John Coltrane uh, was an alto saxist, and well, I mean, he played both saxophones, but he he was really good with the alto, and he was a jazz musician from like the '60s. So this um, is like an older song. Yeah, he died from a heroin overdose or something like that yeah. in his '40s. Um, super influential jazz artist. I think he like really introduced like acid jazz. Acid which became jazz. a big thing. Yeah, it. I don't really like it, but like it's like it plays like a lot a with like long di- song. Yeah, and they play a lot with like dissonance and super long solos, and yeah. it's really exploratory. You know what I mean? But he um, redid my favorite things, and it's only the ones that I really like is like when he's soloing over it, and the whole song is really just all of them taking turns and soloing, and then he plays the like the the chorus like twice throughout the whole thing but i could just like put it on and it was like 30 to 40 minutes long yeah and i would just loop it and i would just go i would just like write and like just kind of be able to relax and like help me focus but not get so amped up because whenever i write i either need something that i know super well you like so i don't listen to the lyrics you're an emotional tired writer yeah i actually know it crazy yeah my like memories when I wrote at that time, I would be up late and just playing that music, and then just typing away at like eleven o'clock at night. We should have been night. such good friends in high school. We would have been. I know. We went to the same high school. We kind of knew of each other. We knew I of each like. other. We were both in bands, but I was two years younger than you. Yeah, and I thought I probably was like. You had your kids. weird little posse. I had my weird little posse. Actually, I didn't really have that many friends in high school, but that's fine. That's besides yeah, the point. It's it doesn't not really matter. I'm not really a friend person no, anyway. But no. Sorry. 
No, you're good. That's it, though. Yeah, no, I think it's just... It's weird. Writing, music, all the above. My list, I feel like, is kind of... I mean, oh, yeah, no, mine is. Mine's kind of like... I don't know if my... I bet you yours is probably going to be way more all over the place than mine. Like, mine definitely has, like, the classics. Like, I have a Paramore song, The Killers. I got Jimmy World. I got Panic at Disco. I got Death Cup Cutie. I made it a point to only have... Oh, shit. I think half of it's hip-hop. It's fine. Who cares? That's what you were listening to back then. I know, but, like, there were... It was, like, other stuff. I feel like it was a more healthy mix than, like, I I mean, R15, I could have written down a hundred songs from yeah. my from that time period yeah. of my life same but we just got to cut ourselves off and and i just literally wrote down like the first 15 and i didn't look again because i knew i would have changed yeah. the whole thing i so. looked again and it was some hard choices exactly made. i kept most of it intact i think i switched out two or three songs i what my chemical romance song do you have on your list i didn't i didn't put one but uh what? it would have been teenagers that's a good song. If I would have included it. I picked Ghost of You. Yeah. I cannot believe you did not put a My Chemical Romance no. song on there. I'm telling you, it's just too hard. Like, out of all those artists that I listed off earlier, I don't even think I have half of them on my list. Just because That's it's crazy. hard to, like, fit them all. I know. And some bands are just, you, they just have more classic shit. Exactly. And I just think it's, the ones that I kind of picked are the ones that, like, are still not super heavy rotation, but like I would still listen to to this day. That's what I picked. Okay, so you want to introduce the ramp? It's a sad one. I don't know if we're gonna be like. I'm upset. I'm not. I don't know if I'm gonna be super loud like I was last time and just kind of diving in because it is a sad one and it's gonna be kind of hard to talk about. Um. We've basically decided that music is canceled for 2020. It is. Um, the, the live aspect of music is I don't even know canceled. if, like, the recording aspect. Because, like, you have to get, like, people together. And, like, True. I mean, some artists have their own studios. But, like, I feel like the people yeah. that we're into now, like, yeah. they can't afford that shit. No. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's sad. And, like, I'm honestly also wondering how many people are going to, like, give up their music careers because, like, no, it's not I making know. money. I know. I mean, Could I'm you sure. Imagine? I have no idea. It's kind of like a starving artist situation. I'm sure at the beginning you're, like, yeah. living check to check, especially with live music. I know. And when you're not making that income, that's got to be so challenging. But Well, it's just, like, bigger artists make their money through touring. And I feel but like no smaller artists... They have to tour even more. Yeah. No, you know what exactly. I mean? And like Starlight, our local like outside theater, just announced last week that they're canceling yeah. all shows for twenty twenty. They're losing you know, like four million dollars in revenue. Do you know if Providence is also not doing anything? I don't know, but like I feel like they are. I know the Truman's done. That I um I think said I was interested on Facebook, like, you know, people coming into town or whatever. Yeah. They postponed it to like the next year. Like I yeah. know there was like a concert that I was wanting to go to, they were literally doing like the same date a year later. Yeah. I think I they think, just postponed their entire tour for a year later. Yeah. For us, because we bought, well, yeah, we bought Sure Sure tickets. They're a dope band, listen to them. Literally, I think the original date was like April, and yeah. we bought them in March. Yeah. And then two weeks later, all the, the S just, shit just hit the yeah. fan. 
And so they canceled it to July and then they canceled it again and they just haven't rescheduled. And um, shout out to Truman. I want my ticket money back. But they also need their money to just keep. Like, I'm just saying. Those theaters, I can only imagine that. Yeah, they're going income. through a lot Exactly. Right so I don't it really feel wonder. guilty about that, but it is your money, so. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, I really wanted to see them, though. I know. And I'm super well, disappointed. Like, this year was going to be such a good year. All the bands that it were coming was. to KC, I was so excited. And then I we know. only got to see Samia and the greeting committee, and that was it. And that was back in January, and that literally felt like three years ago. I know. It's so, so sad. Brittany Howard was in town. I know. She was going to be. But we were. Oh, wait. Yeah, they you're canceled. right. canceled. You're right. Because they canceled Boulevardia. And I was so hyped for Boulevardia. I know. I was wondering if, it, if the headliner was going to be the head and the heart. And that would have been so, so stinking good. I'm sorry. I have to. I'm, I'm not super into them. But there are other bands I wanted to see. I know. And they always bring, like, really good people to Boulevardia each year. It was going to be in a weird place, so I didn't know how that was going to work out. But, you know, don't even get to see it happen this year. I know. And, like, it just sucks because, like, I feel like some of the stuff, like, and I know that different cities are probably, like, still having stuff, but, like, I'm not traveling. I'm not convinced. I'm not traveling. Like I well, think about like Tennessee and like Memphis. Like they never shut down. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like there's still people from out of state that are touring. That's the thing. Yeah. No, I that's what I'm saying. So like would you be willing to go to a different state? I don't think so. I I'm not either. That's what I'm saying. So I think like it just sucks because we're going to be able to see these things going on, but we can't go. No, we're just not gonna like, go. These live Instagram shows don't do jack. They don't, and I think like some people do a good job. There's one I watched recently. Was it Hembry? I have no idea. Did they idea. do like a live show recently? They were pretty good, and then um, someone else did one, and I can't remember who. I actually prep prep did oh, one. It was pretty. I have good. to talk about something. So, flaming lips. I don't know if you know who they are. I've heard of the name. I'm not even that big of a fan of them. I can't even tell you a song by them. But they did a concert where they were all in bubbles. Those big balls. How do you feel about that? I would go. I would go to a bubble concert. I mean, you don't my even silence like basically what? says what I'm thinking. I would feel safe no. in my bubble with COVID happening. No. Dude, what if it gets hot in there? It's going to, but like... It's going to get hot. Like, no offense, but like the fun part of going to these things with you is the fact that we get to dance together. We're not going to be able to dance together. We'll just dance Um, in our bubbles. I don't care. I would do it, hands down. Especially if it was for like my favorite artist. Like, oh my God, the National or Gangs of Youth. Dude, you're on your own. Heartbeat or hippocampus? Oh my god! You gotta go find a bubble buddy. I don't care. I know plenty of people who would be bubble buddies with me. (laughs) That's fine. Do your thing. I'm not no. But then, I also want to know your opinion on um, like the drive-in concerts. I would go to that. I would do a drive-in concert. I just feel like it would still. It just is not going to be the same, and that's what sucks. Why? Because you can't dance in your car. You're not going to hear then the sound get quality. get out and stand in front of it. 
I know, but like with how strict everything's becoming now, like who even knows if they're gonna let you do that? Well, I mean, like, okay, so like, you know, how there are a few drive-in theaters. Yeah, we should go to one. By I know, the way. I want to. You should do that. Um, but they let you sit on your hood. I don't want to sit on I've my seen. hood and hurt my car. Well, you can stand in front of the car. You know what I mean, Rhonda. Yeah, Rhonda and I. I don't remember Agnes Clara. 3.0. Clara, that's right. It's Clara. All of my cars have been named Agnes until my new my new vehicle, which is a 2020 Subaru Impreza. So happy and proud of myself. I know. Whenever I see it, I'm like, look at that big old bitch or that bad old bitch. She's she's dope. Anyways, uh, Clara. Yeah. So I mean, you know, we could like, and honestly, we could hang on the lift gate for a bit. I mean, we yes, could sandwiches. but it's just once again not the same atmosphere. Like, I just want the whole like reason why I go to these concerts is because it's like you basically get to see these people and their work and their love and their passion, and they just like have this whole persona and they just let it go on stage, and it's just this entire experience. And like, you get to be a part of that with this group of people. Sometimes they suck. Sometimes it's a blast and sometimes it's honestly embarrassing. But for that one night, you kind of just get to like step out of your own skin. No one gives a fuck at all. They just get to dance away, scream your heart out, even if you're the worst singer on earth. And then you just get to have a big old smile smacked on your face. And like, it's just the whole experience of just having that closeness and like, the sound and the bass literally like inside of your lungs you can like feel the the whole pounding atmosphere it's almost too loud like you walk away and your ears are ringing and it's kind of like a nightmare but when you're just in that atmosphere and you're like kind of tipsy you're feeling real good and you're just living to this music that you've been just like jamming to for the past what like six months and you're seeing it finally perform live for the first time it is just like almost a life-changing experience and to me personally no instagram live no drive-in theater is going to ever even any bubble concert is going to like give me that same emotion in that moment that that a live concert would when i get to stand there and do my thing and not worry about literally anything else in the world yeah that was honestly like really beautiful that was such a rant that, that was, was a rant. rant that was a rant and i i i don't want to like be the debbie downer but let me ask you this do you think we'll ever go back to like pre-covid like concerts once vaccines happen you think so yeah i would hope i really hope because like that's what i that's just like i don't this is dramatic I don't live for the next concert, but like when you have one on your calendar, you're just like looking forward to it so much, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's just like, and typically friends are involved, like friends come from out of town or like me and my best friend, we like constantly talk about like, okay, we're going to take a vacation and we're going to see this group live and we're going to go there and do it. And like, it's fun to have a road trip experience out of it. Like, I want to take vacations solely because they're my favorite band is like playing in this city that I've never been to and I want to visit, you know? I want yeah. to take those eventually. I haven't been able to yet. I mean, I can finally afford it, but you know, 
hey, society shut down big girl and night. I can't and I can't <laughs> travel. <laughs> Got that big girl money. Yes. Yeah, I got big boy money. <laughs> That's even worse. What? Sounds worse. But you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like no, I get they it. are full of vents and like the smell of weed is terrible and like I what? just I you wake up whole, horribly hug over the next day typically because not even because of the alcohol, solely because you're just like you're so exhausted. exhausted and just like getting all these weird smells and like sounds and just people you're just like mentally and emotionally and physically drained but like at the same time best feeling on earth so there that is my rant and i'm very upset that music for 2020 is canceled and every time i think about it i just die a little bit more inside but you know i'm just taking it one it's day at a time be okay it's gonna be okay practically july and so it's fine when this it's is july. released it will we'll be just july. Say it's july so i'm not ready for it but you know no we're here we need to figure out a vacation where we're not going anywhere we have people in minneapolis and and texas Dallas. and and that's it i'm not visiting anybody you have people in florida now who that you said we went to the retirement party oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That that's like super soon. I expect maybe in a year. Okay. So many people. You have too many friends. Yeah, yeah I know. Like, like I, I still hang out. out with the people that like you wrestled with in high school. I wrestled Anyways, with. An... What is your okay. 2020 rants, Margaritaville? We can't just go talking about traveling. Um. Do you have 2020 music canceled rant rants? I'm just super disappointed. I can't really, like, put into words, like, how I feel. It's just, like, I feel like with the way everything's going, like, the the COVID amount or, like, the COVID infection rate is going back up, I think we're about to see another, like, huge spike, right? And we opened up too early, and that honestly... And I don't even know, because, I, I mean, I follow stuff, but, like, I'm not super into it, so I don't, like, be like, Eric, you don't know what you're talking about, because I don't. But, like, from just, like, my perspective and how I'm understanding it, um, we kind of dropped the ball, and we're going to deal with the fallout of that. So, it just sucks, because you know there are going to be, like, other areas of the country that are doing just fine, and they can do what they want, but for whatever reason, Kansas City is blessed as being, like, one of the... Not, like, super crazy outbreaks, but, like, we have a pretty decent, like, outbreak, I think, in Kansas City. It's interesting. I know. I don't know and if I agree or not. You don't think so? I think KC Music's in this weird... No, no, I mean, like, the outbreak, like, for COVID. Oh, okay, I thought we were talking about music. No, like, you have to be careful in Kansas City with COVID. No, yeah, you do. And so, like, with the whole, like, thing coming out where, like, the mayor of Kansas City is, like, if you're going to be out in public, regardless of if you're inside or outside, you have to wear a mask. That's going into effect, I think, this week. Um, and it's going to be wild. A lot of People businesses. Are gonna not be pleased. I know. And like she's like you said, May, like there are going to be a lot of businesses that go under. There are going to be a lot of great bars. Like I'm thinking of like the mini. I'm not a huge fan of the mini bar, but like the mini bar, record bar, the Rhino in North KC, like those kind of places yeah. that like are. They're like- the foundation they're like the people yeah. that really start these bands yeah. off because no one's just successful and over exactly overnight. And like 
I enjoy smaller shows. Like, I really do enjoy going, like, local bands and just, like, finding someone and just think, okay, like, I see potential there. Or you go to, like, like, one time I went to this hip-hop show uh, because my cousin, like, produces and, like, works with a few different artists in the area. And so I went to one of the shows that he was playing at because he usually plays, like, piano and, like, sometimes he'll DJ. Um, And, like, everybody sucked except for, like, who he was working with. Yeah. And it was, like, three-hour show. And I just remember sitting there being like, dude, this is terrible. But it was, like, kind of fun because then you're just like, fuck it, I'm going to get into this. I was, like, I was, like, I was like in the front, like, area because it's not, like, a row. And there was, like, maybe ten guys. They were, like, gooned up, like, hardcore, like, you know, whatever. And I'm just, like, vibing with them and, you know, jumping around with them, bumping into them. No, my favorite, like, small-town venue was the one in Lawrence when Hippocampus came. And everyone around us, because I went with my cousin, one of my best friends, and then, like, he brought, like, his roommate and, like, some of their people. Everyone around us had X's on the back of their hands. And we were, like, graduated college at this point. But that show was so goddamn good. That was probably one of my favorite shows. And, like, also in those small venues, the music just hits you in, like, a completely different way. Exactly. I honestly think it's just because it's louder because it's such a tiny place. Yeah. it just it's next level and yeah. like everyone's dancing everyone's jumping everyone's exactly. singing along and it's just like such almost like a high you know yeah. but it's it's just sad because like you think who is going to be the next like prince who could have been the next prince who could have been the next like whoever you mean right? like right now as we that speak, right yeah. now and, that is going to stop playing like, music because of covid it's true. Who's going to stop doing shows because of COVID? That we I don't mean, know what we can get I from that. I think them. a lot of people are probably going to put what they could be probably most successful at on hold because of all of this. I, I think I so. I also think, like, I could picture people who at our, like, the college age level just being like, right now is not worth going to college because, like, mm. I can't get a true... Yeah college education with everything going on and i think with like the economic fallout i think that's the biggest part i know people are dying and that's obviously heartbreaking stuff yeah but i think like the reverberations through like the rest of like our adulthood yeah and we've both seen it in our career choices exactly and it makes you not want to do certain things because i think i'm just i just can't do it it's too too risky to do it because like First off, I think it's almost impossible to find a job right now. Who's going to train you in during COVID? And secondly, it's just like everyone's working from home and like Yeah. Who even knows what businesses will be standing tomorrow? I know. It's crazy. Because everybody's just teetering on the edge. And another thing that's really kind of hit both of us because we're both creative people and we do our things outside of our jobs and And outside of this this, even yeah Yeah. so i mean this isn't the only thing that we like work on weekly and i feel like it's slowed down it's become difficult because we're just in such this repetitive situation where it's like you're not experiencing it no every day is the same day and so it's hard to hunker down and try and do creative things in in, yeah. in general i feel like life's experiences no matter how small as long as you like get out and are able to do things see people 
they kind of like, to me, it's like you're like a cup of water, right? And life is constantly pouring things in. Yeah. Right? And so when you get to the top, it pours you out. And for some people, that's like they've got to de-stress through this or they like, you know, feel the need to go build something and they go build it. For us, it's just like, I'm going to paint today. Well, it's like, or like, I'm going to write today for me. But it's just been challenging because it has. I mean, there's some times where like every day I walk away from my work computer and I like have a headache and I just don't yeah. want to do anything. And I that's think how I am. that's partially because of just like the stresses and anxieties of what's going on in the world today. And so I can yeah. only imagine that for as artists, a musician. Exactly. Yes. It's like, because you need to be able to live your life to be able to be creative and we just can't live our lives right now. No. And I can only imagine someone for us it's just like right now it's I mean you work as a graphic designer yeah. and I'm I don't do anything creatively with my job and it sucks and it's heartbreaking. Um oh I probably need to cut that. Sorry, I am a graphic designer and I yeah. kind of I don't know, it's not super creative. I'm more of an art productionist. Yeah. But and like Obviously, I work in insurance. Yeah, so. and you're not really touching your creative. No. Which is fine. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, like, it kind of saves pays, me. And that's what we're yeah, doing this exactly. all for. Um, and it's not like it's a bad job. But, like, um, when I get off, I'm just, I'm dead. Exactly. I, just, I mean, you I have to talk to people who've kind of been through city, shitty situations. Exactly. Because they're, like, claiming, they're wanting insurance claims. And that's, exactly. That's, Gotta be tough. Which is fine. Yeah. And they're always yeah. asking and, you know, anyways. Um, so, but what we're just trying to get to is that, like, as a musician, I can only imagine yeah, and it's not like being able to live job. your life fully exactly. during this entire experience and have to create content based off of that. Exactly. I mean, I know last podcast we shit on the fact that, like, musicians were coming out with, like, new stuff. But all at the same time, I think this is kind of our, like, defending moment and the yeah. fact that, like, we don't bl- blame them at no. all for like what's truly happening in today's world and it just sucks because like they're trying to do something but like because of how shitty of a situation we're in there's not much that they can do yes but to be and quite honest some people have done a lot and it's been really good i mean like i gave her a look like you gotta explain this no but just like some of the music it hasn't completely died you're right you know what the last two or three weeks we've had good yeah, shit come we've out. had really good fun we've had really good shit come out and it has been during the quarantine yeah. time whether they recorded it previously to all of this or whatever i don't really yeah. understand how all of that works out who knows <laughs> i feel like Remy Wolf literally finishes a song like a week before and she's just like it's ready <laughs> she just throws it on because she's so awesome you say Remy Wolf yeah remy it's remy wolf right i know i know i just didn't catch who you said the name first but um you know and it's like your job and you have to be creative i know we're struggling right now i can only imagine what those people are going through exactly so it just sucks because like there are going to be a lot of people that give up and i want to say on their dreams but they're gonna give up on fuck it they're gonna give up on their dreams because like post-covid it's gonna be I a mean, completely it's hard different right world. Right now, to even hold on to like what I'm dreaming for. Yeah. No. Same. Same boat. I know. So yeah. It's can a, I say something real yeah. quick? This is completely off topic. You can Margaritaville me if you want. Okay. You look like you have a mustache with the microphone so in your face. Rude. No, it's it's cute. You look like um. I'm holding very close to my face to make sure this audio is 
fantastic. Yeah, we're trying to do our best here. We're it's we're been experimenting. A struggle. So here we are. Yeah, the editing process was not fun Anyways, for the first. No one. one wants to hear about that. Well, it's gonna stay. Are we done? I didn't come up with a music fag. Oh, do we ooh, need to do that really ooh, quick, or do you ooh, just want to have yours? One. I have okay, one. I have we're gonna one. just go with yours and run with it. Um, Jay Z. I can't make, come up with a fake. All right, okay. this is a good one. This is a good one. This is a crazy one. All right, Let's let you know Jay Z's really with the shits. All right, which means he's really, he's really about Sorry, the action. What did you say? With the shits. <laughs> it's a hip hop thing. It's basically saying like, yo, Jay Z is like a real, real gangster. That's basically when you yeah. say I'm with the shits, like, okay, you're ready I've for shit. You know today. what I mean? Go. Um, Jay Z shot his own brother for stealing from him, like stealing like drugs from him. He shot his own brother. When was it? Brother, when he was a drug dealer in the '80s. Jesus. Hey. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta oh do. Oh my god. I know. Okay, does that wrap us up? I think it does. I, been I'm kind of a hot minute. Uh, we're it's past two... my bedtime. To be oh my god, honest. do you see how long this went? We don't need to talk about the length. We're we're people. They're gonna they're, they're gonna, gonna listen. They're gonna they're listen. Gonna hate us. And if you don't listen, we'll know. Yeah. Sure. Something's gonna happen. But for real, anyone who's listening, thank you so much. We love you. Yeah, thank you. It's a weird little Thanks passion for project. Up with all of our madness. Yeah, I know. Anyways, this is Sign us off. May. This is Kay. And we are the non-music experts from the Midwest. And this is my dog Moose. And this is the Moose Blend. And uh, I think that's that's it. That's 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 us. Yeah, peace. Talk to you next time. <laughs>